I think the approach to life itself has has to be more uh, wholesome, mm-hmm. and rather than focusing on grades, what we should care about is that that we should know the purpose of our education, which is not to not not to pass exam, but to use that education to create something amazing. Hey everyone, welcome to the other side, the podcast about life beyond college. and the damn good stories of those who have spread this path before you we are your hosts sabya and surya it's been close to 2 months since we launched our first podcast and we are very grateful for all the support that we have received during this journey uh, so on to today's episode our guest is akshay gulati a 2012 graduate from iit madras and the ceo of infinite orbits a startup in the domain of space tech So Akshay was also the one who started the famous IATM satellite project and he worked on it for nearly 9 years by staying back at IIT Madras even after graduation. Yeah to just give some context IATM sat is a IATM student project that aims at launching a satellite and conducting experiments in space. So when you came to me that uh, you wanted to interview Akshay I was excited to know about his story because uh, my interaction with iitm sat is only with the people who have worked in iitm sat who have been like my friends and peers in my in my batch and my senior batch and i have always seen them working very passionately going to the labs in nights and spending all the night and like working very hard on whatever they're doing and uh, i was just very excited to know about the founder story about why he started and uh, how he has been doing after he left insti because he has stayed for like 9 years in insti so the whole story of that was quite intriguing uh, i think it was a similar thing for me so for me actually the first time i stepped into insti for my orientation in 2016 uh, the dean of students spoke about akshay and said that uh, there are people as passionate as him who have stayed back in iit madras for 4 years to work on a student project so Uh, when i heard his name again that was what came to my mind so i was really uh, interested in talking to him and understanding how he made uh, such a bold decision like i don't think uh, people nowadays would even think of staying back for 4 years yeah, to work on i've never seen anyone staying for like something after their instead after their graduation just for one project so uh, surya will be your host for this episode so why don't you tell what you discussed with akshay Yeah, so I talked to Akshay about IATM satellite project. Obviously, I talked to him about how it all started and um, how this idea even began to launch a satellite into space. It just seemed uh, too big for a student body to think of. So I talked to him about that. Then I talked to him about um, his decision to stay back. So I wanted to understand how he has made decisions in his life and uh, what prompted him to make uh, such offbeat decisions. So that was one thing I focused on. Besides that, I also talked to him about his startup journey, and he tells me how the transition has been from R and D to working as an entrepreneur, and what lessons he has learned along the way. And besides that, uh, Akshay is someone who was uh, seen as a mentor to IITM students even during his time in campus from uh, 2012 to 16 after he stayed back. So I asked him for a lot of advice on uh, what students today in uh, IITs. and other universities uh, should do to make sure their time in campus is spent fruitful uh, so yeah with that let's head on over to the episode uh, it's a great one and i hope you guys like it as well 
Hi Akshay, it's great to have you on the Other Side podcast. Uh, we are really excited to have you as one of our guests because uh, especially for me, I'm someone who has heard your name in Insti repeatedly, uh, especially during my first two years. So having you on the podcast is uh, like a big moment uh, for me personally. Uh, so how are things in, I think you're in Singapore right now. How are things there with the pandemic and all that? Yes, I'm in Singapore and uh, unfortunately, you know, Singapore was doing very well. Not but now, uh, it's it's pretty bad. And as for a small city, we have close to twenty-seven thousand cases. So we've been in a lockdown. So what what I've realized is that so it's it's going to be part of daily parcel of our life from now on. I think so. Yeah, we have to live with it. I I think we just have to adjust to the new life after Corona. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let me get to the topic at hand. Uh, over the next one hour, I'll mostly be talking about your journey in Insti. Uh, you spent several years there, as you said, and then also about your uh, current entrepreneurial venture in Singapore. Uh, so I'll just uh, start with uh, Insti. So let me take you back 13 years. Uh, you joined IIT Madras as an undergraduate like uh, the rest of us. And you would go on to achieve a lot during your time in Insti and spend the next nine years of your life there. But uh, did you come in with any particular expectations? Did you, were you clear about what goals you were trying to achieve during your time in Insti? Yeah, it's a very good question. And um, I remember very clearly when um, I was studying for IIT entrance, I was very clear that I was going to IIT just for the IIT experience. I was not going to study engineering per se. But I would say, that was a very short-sighted vision that I had at that point of time. After entering IIT, I had to do a lot of soul, soul searching. Okay, now I've achieved that goal, but what does IIT experience mean to, mean to me and what does it entail? And all those questions I started to look answers for. Soon I realized that after talking to many, many seniors in my hostel and talking to professors, nobody knows that answer. It's very, very personal. It's what you make of it. It's what, uh, you know, and in, in the larger picture, it's like what you make of your own life. IIT, I understood, is like a, just a perfect playground for you to explore what you really want to explore. And, and that's when uh, I, I got, I, I decided to do everything. Right from uh, doing NSO football and then doing a choreo, and then doing, uh, doing uh, all the curl events and uh, lit events and uh, freshy. And I think probably ours was the last year where we had decent amount of ragging. But after our batch, <laughs> there was no ragging also. So I enjoyed that part. <laughs> I was fortunate to enjoy that part. Uh, so yeah, it, it was really uh, interesting time for me uh, to explore everything. And um, and when I think when the, op- the opportunity to be able to be with such amazing group of people, like top people from, from India, just coming to at one place was, was an excellent point for me to exchange ideas on what what is what is the human potential essentially. Yeah, that that's that's how I, you know, that was my first year, I would say. And then of course over the years I just slowly uh, began to explore uh, other things. Yes. Then after trying my hand with all the Carlet things, and I realized you know that the satisfaction that I, that wasn't there, like as a whatever satisfaction I would get would, would 
get for studying for JE, that same level of satisfaction I wasn't getting by doing all the college events. And uh, that's when I started to probe deeper into tech stuff. And then, um, and then only in my second year when I when I started, I decided to participate in Shastra Robotics. That was where my the whole thrill of you know engineering flared up. I decided to not become any you know uh, lead wall or pod for Shastra or something. I was like, okay, I had to really want to participate in these tech events, and I think and we ended up being in the top five or top three in that competition. So that got me really excited. And in fact, that that Shastra was also a very interesting time for me because uh, there was this. Uh, that was a 50th anniversary Shastra. So it was a really, really big event and the budget was really high. Okay. Uh, 50th anniversary of IIT. So IIT Madras. Oh, yeah, yeah, IIT Madras, yeah. Uh, yes. And then they had a very big uh, event for Shastra at that particular time. I think the budget itself was like one crore plus. And so they, they used to have these very interesting, uh, inspirational sci-fi movies um, played in Menlo Park. And then I, that's when I watched this movie, uh, October Sky. And October Sky is a really amazing movie about a young kid in the US and uh, he eventually makes his own rockets. Then gets, finally that gets him into university and then he becomes uh, an engineer at NASA. So, so all those things just came uh, converging to me. Where I felt, oh, you know, this kid in the 1960s actually ended up making his own rocket in the small town. And I'm in the top university of India and like I'm, I can do much, much more than him. <laughs> That's what got me really hooked on to it and, uh, and got, you know, sparked my initial interest in things. That is very interesting because like, uh, at least my first impression was that uh, you would have come to IIT, you would have been naturally very enthusiastic about engineering and started out from your first year talking to profs and working on projects. I think that's kind of what I had in my mind. But the fact that you tell me that you did try a lot of things like all of us uh, was something I found very interesting. Uh, but yeah, after trying all this and after uh, Shastra in your second year, uh, how did you start working on IITM SAT? From what I've read about it, it just seemed like such a big goal to accomplish. How did you even think that this was something you could do? This is again very interesting. After you know winning uh, Shastra Robotics competition and then also doing a bunch of other small small robotic competition like all CAFS, MEFS, and we were, actually won all of them. Uh, so we were in this uh, high note, and uh, then I and then more and more I thought about you know engineering, and then this making a rocket seemed very very strong. You know that this move, the feeling that okay we should try aerospace things. But after a lot of uh, discussion, uh, with, we realized that even if you make a rocket, to test it, you need to go very far away. And then the permissions to actually do amateur rocketry in India is not well established. So the regulatory side is weak. And that's when I kind of felt that maybe doing exploring rockets is not a good thing. But somewhere I want to do aerospace, space things. And uh, I thought... And then at that point, C5 had just been established. So it was my first year when C5 was established. So there were new, new like groups being formed there and then uh, new projects were being proposed under the Riano C5. And my uh, one-year junior batch, there are some few students in aerospace, they had this idea that they want to make a satellite. And I wanted to get connected to them. So C5 guys connected me to them and then uh, I listened to them. So, and I was... And when I just like was listening to their vision, 
So I could see from them, from their, you know, the way they spoke that they themselves don't know what they're what trying they to do, but their their passion was so pure, and their um, their team was so uh, like the group of guys who I met as a person. As you know, it's not just about how good they are technically, but as but also as a human being, like how they are. They they felt such nice people to be around with, and I felt oh you know I want to actually hang out with them more, and I just want to do the satellite project. It so it was there. It was not my idea to actually do the satellite project, uh, but they got me hooked on to it so much that I ended up taking more and more responsibility, and gradually I ended up you know being the one along with two one or two more people to lead the project, and and even at the beginning like I was I was very. Um, I, I thought I'd made my own estimation, you know, this kind of project is going to take at least three, four years. Like, am I ready for this or not? Little did I know that project will probably extend for many more years beyond that. But, I, but you know, like whatever limited uh, understanding of things you have and, uh, and we just, I just feel okay. So like three, four years at least. And, and it was really difficult for me to commit to such a long duration project also at that point of time, because it was because if I chose that, I couldn't do anything else in Insta, you know. It was a big commitment. And 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 then I thought about it for like one or two days, like, hey, what is this? And then I actually called my mom. I asked my mom, like, mom, this is this project that these friends, uh, these venture juniors are doing. Uh, and, I, and I asked her that do you think I, you know me since I was born and do you think I am a person who can actually commit to something for such a long period of time? Because I'm not sure whether I can commit to it. So she was like, oh, you know, no, I know you, you are a very, you're like, you can definitely like commit to this if you decide to. So you have full support. Then I told my mom, mom like my, my CGP is not going to be great huh, if I do this kind of projects. So is that okay <laughs> with you? And she was like, oh yeah, yeah I don't care about CGP, just really enjoy it. It's time for you to explore anyways. So when I got the full support of my mom, I was like, yeah, man, like, let's just do this. And, um, and, and you won't believe it. Like it was the, from that day itself, the project gave, gave me an avenue to not just discover science and technology. You know, it just gave me gave an avenue for me to discover myself also. Mm. And that's what I was looking for. Yeah. That's what we all come to IIT for, I think, to, to understand yes. more about ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. But but when you started this, what was the like? What did you have? What did you guys have in your head? That uh, what is the vision? Was it was there anything established, or did you just want to build a satellite and launch? It was something like this that at that point in time, IIT Bombay had started doing a satellite project, and then there was uh, IIT Kanpur was also there. So we were like, oh, why, why IIT? Why should IIT Madras be behind? We should also do this, and that was it. That was the beginning. But later, uh, our professors, so we, we ended up talking to a lot of professors that, hey, if you have this idea, what do you think? Can you have, can you do something interesting using a small satellite? And every professor, like physics department, chemistry department, you know, they would give different, different ideas from their own fields of what could be done as an interesting experiment in space. Uh, but only few professors were like, instead of just giving you advice, they were also like, hey, I want to actually work with you and help you build this concept more. And we got very good support from Department of Physics initially. Okay. Uh, there were these professors who, who helped us ideate the concept so well uh, that they said, you know what, it would, there's no point in launching a very generic satellite that people have already uh, done before. Done many something. times. You should do an experiment 
yeah i should do an they really recommended us to do an experiment that's easy enough for us to do but also novel and which later turned out to be very very difficult and we kind of realized that we shouldn't have done done such a novel thing because it was very hard to finish so so we had four main options one was to fly a magnetometer one was to uh, make a single satellite positioning system it's a, like a theoretically it, it is shown that you could actually just one satellite make a very generic positioning system and then there was another one where we have a bolometer which is essentially imaging but in different frequencies not visible band and uh, then the fourth thing was to make a plasma detector okay and, and that's uh, what space. you went to it right yes yes we ended up uh, studying space weather so the professor there was this professor umesh kadane who had just recently joined iit madras at that point of time and uh, he said you know like he can help us from his uh, links in tifr and isro to build this thing and uh, yeah it, it was we over a period of time we learned about how what kind of plasma detectors were sent in um, in, in chandrayaan and we kind of uh, met the chandrayaan team and we modified their uh, chandrayaan detector design to a much smaller and uh, but more sensitive instrument and it was that that's where the most of the engineering effort went for us satellite is pretty traditional you know like satellite is not is nothing more than a mobile phone but then the payload is interesting part and that's what we are, we are pretty proud of that what we built could you just explain maybe in very simple terms about uh, what why that payload mattered why the experiment about the plasma and outer space mattered like you said it was novel compared to what had been done before so why was it novel and why did it yes. matter yes uh, so so when we started uh, exploring possible applications of uh, space uh, weather one of the uh, new recruits that we got in our uh, team was uh, found this interesting application of a possible correlation between earthquake precursors and plasma precipitation in low earth orbit so this was very interesting and uh, we looked at previous nasa missions and found out that the at the end of the paper they would write that to study this phenomena better we would have to send a much more sensitive instrument in space uh-huh. yeah and then we were like oh can we make this instrument more sensitive to what nasa suggests and then we could possibly study this we of course started this project in uh, 2009 but i think 2010 11 while we had at the at the, the point we had already decided to do this study just study was a precursor correlation uh, we found that, that a similar experiment was designed by chinese uh, uh, space agency but oh. a much big on a much much bigger scale so it was kind of like a, a very informal race where you know china's whole space agency is leading that and and on the other end there is a small group of guys in in insta who are doing it but uh, but for some reason isro wasn't really convinced of the 
science behind this whole thing. They were like, you know, this is if they didn't believe in this possible correlation. Correlation you know, between uh, plasma yeah. and the earthquake precursor. Yeah, they didn't believe it. They were like, okay, you know what? If you want to do it, you do it. But we don't want to be. Uh, we don't want to believe it in until you prove it. Okay, and that uh, brings me to my next question. So, a lot of us do projects in Insti, and many projects just don't see the light of day because teams get demotivated. The team members have different priorities from what they want uh, in their life in Insti, and maybe some things like what you said, like the support you expect from people, just doesn't come. But yeah. you guys just kept it going, and even in the case when you didn't get support from Isro, you decided to keep it going as a student project. So. What what was your secret uh, to not get demotivated? Oh, the secret was just that I could apply um, apply the knowledge I was learning immediately. The satisfaction was just amazing. I I couldn't I I mean there was no I mean the purpose of the way to learn engineering is. Um, it's not like when you pass exams, right? You just the purpose of the way the best way to learn engineering is to try it yourself. And uh, since I was really getting this, you know, this was like a feedback loop, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And I was getting sat, my quest was getting satisfied. I wanted to continue and make it happen, and um, they were. It did affect my. Uh, to be honest, it did affect my grades, but at the same time. Uh, just that I could like there was this uh, curiosity that oh if we can predict this uh, if we can come up with a good correlation model which could possibly lead to prediction eventually how amazing would that be and uh, you know it it was like a vision that I wanted to hold on to and and that 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 was that was the vision also that I wanted to unite the students to come together and say you know. This is something beyond just end cells, you know. This is something beyond your eight point nine point. But uh, how how did you feel when Isro came and told you that they didn't think this had a scientific basis? Like like generally, I'm talking from a student's perspective. When big scientists come and tell you that it's not something worth doing, you would obviously feel confused or feel bad about uh, the efforts that you'd put. So, did you did yes. such thoughts yeah. get go into your head? The real project. Uh, we did, of course, made some made some prototypes and all, but I think the first two three years was just learning, and only when I graduated is the time when I was like, okay, now I need to uh, decide what I want to do. Is do I can do I just leave this whole project and go, you know, do other things, or do I want to make this vision actually a real satellite? Then I then I said, okay, you know, can we? Can this last shot I gave before um, before before I left in, as a student, and then we got this uh, senior scientist in ISRO who had worked in NASA before, and we got his support. So there's one guy in ISRO who said, "Okay, you know, I believe in you, and I will help you." Okay, and that's when it was like, "Okay, at least there's one guy in ISRO who's senior enough to help us out," which made me believe that okay, this is worth continuing. So yeah, the, I I then I went went to my professor like asked me I really want to work on this project. Could you have me be an institute and give me a stipend or something? And you know, and then they were like, okay, they'll they'll come back to me. And at that point, it was it was no more just a physics department prof. 
it was more like there was electrical department also involved there was uh, aerospace professors and mechanical professors also who were like yeah you know so we had like few professors everywhere who were like coming together and we had met the director also a few times uh and then they said okay we will get some money from alumni we really pitch for you and when the alumni money started coming in we realized that there is money to support the project uh, the project and it includes uh making a sort of a small small lab you know uh and picking the hardware and you know and and pulling this whole off the whole project off so and 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 so when i so when when i actually stayed back after in in state like, and i decided to continue the project the professors were like wow this is this is very interesting like they have never seen a student just stay back after in state and you know do work on their project they like and that changed the attitude of a lot of professors and instructors uh then the whole thing became much serious and yeah that so that was the i would say a turning point yeah. but what gave you the confidence that this was uh, i understand that during engineering it was about uh, applying your knowledge and seeing getting a feedback loop into whatever you were learning but yeah. after engineering what gave you the confidence that this is what you wanted to do and did you know that time that you would have to stay back for maybe 4 years i think you ended up staying back for 4 years Yeah, so I had thought that I'll stay for two years <laughs> after NST, but the you know the two years became three years, and things were very slow. And I realized my own weaknesses in the whole process, and I and I started you know blame them for the delays, which I then okay you know I really need to take a a bigger again. Like I mean I was I'm trained as a mechanical engineer, but then I also need to learn so many things about. electronics and software and only when i as a leader can like learn all these things together that's when we can actually you know i put these put put myself to put you know you know learning about these things and and then when uh, the other team members also could be told what is that part of the project that they need to contribute on very clear deliverables we try different models we initially tried to just get undergrad students to do it and motivate them inspired them and uh, and some of them got really inspired and they became like the you know the really the guys who be there all the time and then there were also uh final finally students who were wanted who contributed to the part of the project as the ddp or as the mtech project so 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 we were tried different models and finally we ended up in a combination of that uh so there was of course in in some to some extent nothing to lose there was like okay the worst i can lose is like four years of my life loss but that's 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 um, i can't compare four years of my life with an earthquake prediction study you know people spent their whole, whole life studying about earthquake study prediction studies so you know this is what i feel that um you know, how do you, how do you measure your life worth of your life so do you have any ideas about that how did you measure your, the worth of your life so so i really felt that that if if i mean at that point that okay if i can if it, even if it takes a lifetime to figure this out it's worth it it was worth it okay yeah this is how i would you know and even if i didn't you know like i mean it is 
10 generations down nobody's going to remember any akshay gulati you know it's like so from so my worth as a person after 10 generations is not going to have any meaning anyways and um, yeah so of course now four years three four years reached and uh, we still struggling to finish the whole satellite and uh, uh there was every year new students would come and you know you have to really train the students to take up things that the previous students were doing so it was actually tiring <laughs> and uh, and then you know every year it was same old thing okay you know inspire the students and then you know get them motivated but but uh, the student model was it's it's good it's good for students to you know work on a small short term project but for students to work on a very long term project it's really really hard and uh, I'm like, like everybody was not like me the way i think about it so it took it took a toll on me and uh, and then i think out of four years i did feel like okay, i've done enough for this project to make it a success but uh but now i need to give it to somebody else so so yeah it was a tough call but uh, i felt like for my own um, for my own well being i need to you know give it to the next generation give it to someone else. and uh, very fortunately there was a group of uh, students who wanted to take it up seriously and they are in fact still doing it now we got very unlucky because um, is isro kept changing their management who was who was um, coordinating the small satellite pro- project and all the previous small satellites that were launched from indian universities did not work okay and and then th- that's that resulted in we having a very stringent scheme of uh, reviews which and then they would scrutinize so so much that we had to do much much more analysis and testing so that's yeah, so a long story short um then 2016 when i started to you know move on and the new team took it took it up on them and um, And, and I think we are very close to uh, finishing it at this point of time. We're in touch with the, still in touch with the team. That was part one of our interview with Akshay, where he spoke about his IITM SAT journey, how it all began, and what kept him going for nine whole years. In part two of the interview, Akshay talks about his current entrepreneurial venture, and he gives a heavy dose of life lessons. for all those who are in university right now so tune in to part 2 of the interview